0: Scott, you, you look like you're cold over there. you cold? Yeah, I'm cutting glass over here, Willie. What's it to you? My hands are blue. I'm D dabo do dabo die. That's
1: exactly right. Thank you for that 90s reference. <laughs> this week, we had a big snowstorm. Yeah, two days ago now. So half of our building that we live in was you live in that I live in. Yeah, we don't we could. we used we, to
0: kind of, but we don't anymore.
1: But half of the house that I live in was shoveled. And it's 730. It's dark out. After the snowfall, I have to go out and shovel all of this thick, heavy snow. And it's like a foot and a half. And I was just thinking in Mm -hmm. that moment, Mm -hmm. how much I hate it. How much (laughs) I loathe this moment that I have to put in about an hour's worth of work to shovel my space into the driveway. We live in a duplex. So the other half, I had to shovel all of that. And it's late. I just want to eat pizza. Yeah, it's just time out of your day. But that's adult me. But when we were kids, we would see snowfall like this and we loved it. Yeah, because
0: our parents were the ones that had to shovel. <laughs> <laughs> you never had to shovel when you were a kid? Oh, of course I did. As soon as I think as soon as middle school hit, it was like, it's snowing. You better uh, get out there with your shovel. I tried to come up with some invention in the school science fair that made shoveling easier. A heater? no. <laughs> I should have done a heated driveway, yeah, but my dumbass just put wheels on a shovel so it was easier to drag back up to the driveway. It's called a snowblower. I know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Decades of innovation and you put wheels on. I was not, I today am not innovative still.
1: <laughs> That's accurate. Can you reflect on some of your favorite winter moments where you went out and did something fun? Because let's reminisce a little bit about the happy times and not the sad times of being adults (laughs) and waking up the next day with our back
0: pain. Yeah. Oh man, some of my favorite things to do in the winter either like find the biggest hill and get the what could be the fastest, most dangerous sled and just go for broke with your friends. The infamous toboggan. Yes, mm. we had a toboggan with runners. Ooh, it was it was so heavy though. I hated dragging it back up the hill. So uh, we usually just settled for those little cheap plastic ones. But as I got older, into my late teens college years, we here in the great state of Minnesota have a winter carnival that's usually thrown pretty much every single year, barring any weird coronavirus stuff. Every single year, they have a treasure hunt, a literal treasure hunt. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, they hide a little puck like a clear plastic puck with the logo of the Winter Carnival on it in one of the parks in Minneapolis or St. Paul. Wait, you've went searching for this? I I almost did it every single year when I was younger. Okay, I'm not do it. And in the paper, when it comes out at midnight every single night... A clue for where the park is and it's it's always this really difficult riddle but it didn't matter if it was nice out or if it was negative 30 degrees me and my buddies would just layer up and we'd go trudging through a park with shovels <laughs> and other like digging tools cool and just try to find this ten thousand dollar prize i mean when you're in college ten thousand dollars even if it's split twenty five hundred dollars between four dudes like, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Now,
1: none of us thought about taxes and you only get half. You, listen, this is the adult me
0: trying but to take it th- down. There was a modifier. If you bought a button, because you can buy carnival buttons to represent right. the year. Modifier bonus. It doubled your prize.
1: My favorite winter moment. My parents' house had a retaining wall in the back and we lived on a corner. But in the back area, it was, elevated. It was an elevated house. A giant snowfall came in and the snowplow was just going down the streets. They were really efficient in West St. Paul. So we had tons of snow between the street and the retaining wall. There Mm -hmm. was probably eight feet, ten feet of yard there. And all of this snow was taller than we are. It was like eight feet tall. Oh, it's like those big mounds you see
0: in mall parking lots?
1: Yes. So me and my buddies, we're we're in high school at this time, Mm -hmm. but this is packed snow. So we got to live our dream. We created a tunnel system with igloos and spaces to hang out. And we went in there and we just like played on our Game Boys and jerked each other off a little
0: (laughs) (laughs) bit. Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. It's your hosts, Scott and Willie. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And thank you for joining me this week, Willie. It feels nice. We can play footsie.
1: We can tickle each other. You know, we can be two inches away from the ceiling, apparently, based on the video.
0: (laughs) Get that comment all the time. I know. It's going to fall, but it's just not now. I mean, look at at his arm. It's like at least two inches long.
1: It's slightly longer than my penis. welcome to the front podcast of the internet we are all over the internet before we get started with
0: this week's stories we're gonna start out with the 30 second skippable part of the show (laughs) and that is where can you find us go watch us over at tiktok sub for that podcast instagram sub for that twitter sub the number for that
1: you know what come talk to us have a conversation shoot us an email like the boomers do at
0: theirs at sub for dot com.
1: this has been an interesting week as we lead up to the
0: holidays it's a couple weeks until christmas right it is for How- those who celebrate yeah we just passed hanukkah
1: mazel tov
0: shalom that's just hello scott lahaim
1: i don't know what that means Matzah ball soup whatever you celebrate i hope it brings you and yours together and closer
0: we're just going to be over here celebrating our Christian-backed holiday.
1: That we definitely didn't steal from anybody else. Correct. But, uh, man, what a
0: week, Willie. Are you, do you get stressed out holiday shopping? I used to, and then I stopped holiday shopping altogether, a.k.a. forget about it until the last okay.
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are mid-pandemic, and we know ship times are nuts. And
0: <laughs> you're not nervous? If anybody is getting a gift from me and it doesn't arrive on time it will get there eventually i have seen you do this in the past we went
1: to our buddy chris's birthday party when he turned 40 and you're like hey man your birthday's in or your presents in the mail oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> scott's at work just taking the deuce and he's like okay will just buy this and mail you're lucky you're getting anything let's be honest <laughs> now scott from the subreddit made me smile I wanted to bring a little bit of advice, some happy joy to this stressful time for a lot of people. And I wanted to read you a few things. This post says, let's start a thread of just random advice. No specific topic, just advice.
0: Uh, this was written by a guy, wasn't it? a guy named Dustin. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> what makes you what makes you say that? <laughs> Ladies, listen up. Listen, let me mansplain to you. <laughs> the first one is ironic that you bring that up because Uh-oh. it says, sharpen your shovel regularly. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but it makes a world of
0: difference. Same with lawnmower blades by every couple months or so. Okay. All right. I mean, that's good advice, I guess. Uh, this It's not making me smile, though. What else do we got? This is a real good advice one. Oh, okay. For those of us with children... Turn on
1: subtitles for your kids. Studies have proven that it helps them with reading.
0: Oh, okay. Well, see there. That's nice. That's good. Yeah.
1: And the top comment to that says, I'm a non-native English speaker and can't stress how well I've learned English just from having subtitles on.
0: That's a proven fact. I know uh, one of my coworkers learned how to speak English from watching American television.
1: I've learned how to read by having subtitles on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Willie has to go and watch our TikToks because they're cash <laughs> <laughs> in order to realize what the show is about.
1: I'm just wait just waiting on Scott here. Come on, buddy. Hurry up. <laughs> Take your time. Apologize to your children. Genuinely. If you were wrong, say sorry and mean it. Yeah, Willie. What children are you talking about? I'm just saying, apologize in general. Okay. There's a really great comment to this. It says, my husband and I got into a screaming fight in front of my two-year-old yesterday. Mm. I felt so bad about it and was compelled to apologize to her. And I'm not the type to admit that I'm wrong and I try to justify all of my actions.
0: At first, (laughs) sounds like a guy.
1: (laughs) At first, I just felt silly. Like she's two. She's not going to understand what I'm talking about. She solemnly nodded, then gave me a hug and said, are you happy now? I almost lost it. It's crazy what kids actually do understand, even when they're so young.
0: This is me admitting my feelings. <laughs> remember how at the beginning of the year we talked about <laughs> how we were gonna like talk about our feelings and express and be more open? You didn't do that. And, uh, neither of us did like this whole year. We <laughs> maybe maybe a couple times, but a few times. you'll have to go back and listen to every single episode to find. Don't, them. don't stop. <laughs> Stop. First of
1: the year. Don't go further back. What are you doing? You weirdos? Uh,
0: ever since I got engaged, I've kind of had a little bit of uh, baby fever. Not going not gonna to lie. Scott? Yeah. Yeah. I mean...
1: All that practice you and I did and you're ready, to, <laughs> ready for the big leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to hit you even more at home than hitting it at home. Oh... <laughs> brush your teeth no matter what brush them before you lose them to which the top comment says my dentist has a sign on her wall do you i have to floss
0: all of my teeth no only the ones you want to keep do you write that i just remember it from the last time i went to the dentist 30 years ago (laughs) (laughs) he said years (laughs) by the way this is an accountability psa that i'm interjecting into the episode willie and i are going to make dentist appointments tomorrow the day after we record and you can hold us accountable you can ask us about it in the comments you can uh, leave it in a review you can send us an email
1: there's at sub for that dot com. if we don't it's because we're dead <laughs> <laughs> If we don't, there has to be an obligation here. If you're going to put this out on the line right now, I you am. and I going to the dentist, what do we.
0: We lose our teeth, Willie. That's what we lose. <laughs> if we token okay. our sanity. You no,
1: no, genuinely. Put your money, die in your from your mouth. heart disease. You ready? You ready? You and I need to transfer both of our crypto accounts oh. to Ethan. No, I'm not giving it to Ethan, but. No, you won't. You want to know why? Because we're going to go to the dentist. And if we don't, I'm saying it right here, right now, we're both obligated. We can watch him win on the backs of our years of inexperience putting money into (laughs)
0: cryptocurrencies. (laughs) Well, speaking of doing things in solidarity, just like you and I are going to go to the dentist finally. Only took a whole year to grow brave. This week in r slash memes... There was a really funny meme. I don't know if you've seen the one where the people are sitting in the church pews and the people behind them are holding guns to each other's head. But that's the picture for those people listening.
1: What's that movie in the super racist church with the amazing fight scene? Oh, Kingsman. uh, Kingsman, yeah. That's what I'm imagining in my head. Is Is this the scene that you're setting for me?
0: Just imagine there's three people sitting in church pews, but they're not sitting next to each other. It's one behind one sure, and then yeah. the person in the front is just sitting there looking forward the person behind them has a gun to their head oh the person behind the other person also has a gun to their head and up in where the choir would sing in the balcony there's a sniper trained on all of them okay so kind of like kings <laughs> yeah well after i explain what's it says on the meme you're you're gonna you're gonna have a pretty clear idea of who should get oh no yeah the very first person who's just innocently staring ahead is titled Kellogg's workers protesting for better pay and working conditions. Did you hear about this in anti-work this week? I did. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But the person behind the innocent looking person is Kellogg's firing all 1,400 protesters and starting new applications online to fill their spots. The person behind that? Mm Mm-hmm. Is Reddit spamming the site with fake applications and crashing it? Hundreds of thousands of applications. Not to be outdone by a small little backwater community on the internet, Kellogg's hiring outside agencies for employees. Is that the sniper? Yes. And then <laughs> there is a pasted clip art of a like a secret service agent with holding a gun to that person's head saying reddit spamming those as well another piece of clip art with a person with a grenade launcher it keeps pointing at that yeah saying kellogg hiring a pr firm to downvote anti-kellogg's posts on reddit what somebody just got to downvote all day this is nefarious and then the final piece is like an anti-aircraft ballistics missile launcher right out of a michael bay transformers film sure something you'd see on a battleship an anti-kellogg's post becoming the top upvoted and awarded post of reddit for that day there's so
1: much to unpack here from the beginning where workers just want fair wages a fair working environment
0: i think all workers want to be compensated fairly and if for some reason you don't want to be compensated fairly like let us know because i would like to hear your side of the story That's what a submissive does in a dominatrix
1: relationship. There's a lot of leather involved usually. They're on the bottom. You know what's probably surprising? How many people in positions of authority, CEOs, have a dominatrix? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) somebody who just like sit on me punch
0: me well yeah they're and that totally makes sense they're in a position of power and control all day long they just need somebody else to take charge for once in a while i get it now kellogg's on the other hand go fuck yourself (laughs) i don't even eat cereal anymore Mm -mm. but kellogg's makes everything scott we can't dismiss that i don't think we should in just in case one of their many other brands may decide to throw us a bone here in the future We don't have to go through and say, like, definitely boycott all of the Kellogg's products that exist on your local grocery shelves.
1: Yeah, why would we want to do that?
0: But maybe just don't buy them for uh, for a while. Because as we've said before, we brought up anti-work a couple weeks back. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it last week. you got to vote with your wallet. you got to take that money away. If you're gonna make them feel what you want to call pain they're clearly in a
1: position where they have the bargaining chips for these workers Mm -hmm. they have the resources the time and the energy to instead of just providing their workforce with a positive working environment, they can hire people to downvote things to hide the nefarious things that they're doing.
0: I think that maybe is a really bad time to try this, though, because not that many people want to go back to work or are looking for jobs necessarily mm-hmm. in this in this area. I mean, maybe, maybe they have something you crave, but we don't want everybody to jump in their cars and get bare naked. <laughs> it's not like it's some fancy club. If anything, we just we just want to try and keep it incognito. The, the,
1: the sad reality about all of this, I think, though, Scott, is we're looking at a brand who owns maybe a couple dozen different cereal brands to breakfast-y foods for the most part, right? Is there anything in here that you're seeing that isn't necessarily considered breakfast or snack foods? I mean, maybe they are
0: just Uh, club crackers cars
1: crackers you might know this and i i I might
0: not but specifically what are the employees asking for well since the 5th of october they've been pushing back against a two-tier wage system that they say is very unfair according to business insider
1: here it says after 19 negotiation sessions in 2021 and still no deal being reached, we'll continue to focus on moving forward to operator business. That's Kellogg's as written by NPR. I think the reality is that why do you fight so hard against your employees when really what they're looking for is a safe work environment where they can have all the things that they
0: want and it's not like they're just quitting they're not just walking away they want to work for you Mm -hmm. they want to be your employees they want to be employed by you they like you enough to say you're worth my time and energy to wake up every day get out of bed and go and do a job that will ultimately profit you more than them
1: do you think that in the current system that we live in Where the internet is so pervasive and can do so many astounding things like shut down these nefarious back-end deals these businesses are trying to do. How do you think that's going to change working environments in the future? Here's what I mean by that. At the beginning of this episode, or at the beginning of this story, we talked about how reddit came together to shut down essentially block all of the ability for a a hiring agency and then they did it again when another agency went out looking for things how is that going to change businesses when they go to do nefarious stuff like this do you think it's going to put an end to it or do you think they're going to find a way to beat us in the future
0: ultimately right now the person in charge has the leverage so if they have enough money they're going to try and quash things as fast and as quietly as they can or drag them out like you would do in uh, in court you would drag it out as long as you can and try to starve the other party out it's classic strategy works most of the time why would you change that until there is something that's drastic like a strike is drastic it's basically employees saying like we're not gonna work anymore you you have to figure it out because nobody's gonna do the job my hope is that as people age and our current leadership just decides to move on to retirement that's kind of everybody's hope for politics for any anybody who's in charge and is not making things easy for the people that are complaining is that they just kind of move on in one way or another and the leadership spots get taken over by somebody who is uh more like-minded or open-minded but here's where the problem lies too what if that person and we've seen it many times in media but what if the person who comes in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed gets put into that position of power and it's not them it's the role it's the power that it's says the power yeah the greed Because there's always going to be a board or somebody else saying like, hey, you know, I know you came in here looking for this. Uh, You want to change things for the better. By the way, here's a lot of money to not do any of that.
1: Every person that's in the position of authority in a brand, a company, a government, they go and they sit at the desk. And the first thing sitting right there at the desk is the one ring. (laughs) And they put it on (laughs) and they're invincible. The power consumes them. Until they block themselves off from the world. Until they start making choices for the sake of power. For
0: the sake of themselves and not the rest.
1: Speaking of things that are at odds with others. This week in the subreddit, mildly interesting. I want you to pop over to those messages there, Scott. I sent you a post that says, this house in my neighborhood has no windows at all. And I want you to look at the photo and I want you to subscribe it to me.
0: Oh, I saw this post. You go through and read some of. The I stuff? I sent this house. I don't know if I sent this house, but I sent a house that was very similar to somebody else. I was like, "Hey, it seems like it's the perfect thing." It technically it's like a five thousand square foot house, no bedrooms.
1: So describe what you're looking at for the listeners because this is a
0: audio format. Yeah, audio format. <laughs> We're looking at a, uh, a a single story house that is very long. It's got a two car garage and a double wide front door, but no windows. No like windows at all. A brick facade and zero windows. A couple lights on the outside of the house, but no windows whatsoever. Go
1: even deeper, Scott. It's got a mailbox.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, normal driveway, mailbox, chimney.
1: Describe the chimney to me in a little bit more detail here. The chimney is what would
0: look like in the right part of the roof. Oh, the chimney looks like it's literally right above the front door. Mm, interesting. You would walk inside and immediately hit your face on the chimney if you opened that door. Do you know what this is? Yeah, clearly it's a government secret facility. Yes, it's where the
1: Avengers live. (laughs) (laughs) There are two things that this is likely to be don't read you're reading into the comments i can see your eyeballs i know what you're doing you're cheating here scott i want (laughs) this i need this to be exciting there's so many times there's so many times i come to this goddamn episode just shut your mouth shut your whore mouth right now there are so many times i come to this episode and i'm excited i'm like i dug deep into reddit today (laughs) just i'm gonna find something i'm gonna surprise scott and he's gonna be like I knew nothing, Jon Snow. Oh my God, this is so awesome. I can't believe you've dawned on my life. I'm so proud of you. These amazing things. Let me shower you with my love and semen. But no, you just shower me with one of them, Scott, because you do
0: enough research. (laughs) I need you to tell me what you think this is. Oh, uh, I mean, seriously, I, I have no idea. If I drove by this, I wouldn't think twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe later on in the day, I'd be like, did that house have no windows? That was weird. And maybe I think to drive by it again. But my guess, if I had to guess, is it's some sort of utility thing for the neighborhood, whether like a waterworks or a gas works or some sort of office that because the people of this neighborhood did not want their property values to go down, they petitioned to have this facility turned into some sort of normal residential house like thing
1: you're you're so so close but
0: oh, your that. your prediction
1: just, yeah keep coming your prediction <laughs> okay. just come on a little <laughs> bit just more a little bit more you're you're close that it it's likely a utility station a lot of municipal plants need for water electricity whatever it might be they need stations cr- around your city mm-hmm. and a lot of times they'll hide them in parks Oh. Just makes a lot of sense. You throw it in a park. It's that utility building that's there. Yeah, just looks kind of plain. But depending on how your city's laid out and what the needs are, sometimes it's right in the middle of residential buildings. So the city will procure a plot of land in whatever way cities want to procure it, either by eminent domain or Mine. buying it. Mine mine but they will turn that into something like a pump station here's an article this is a different house this is in raleigh (laughs) north carolina this is
0: where people go during december
1: (laughs) 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 but this article from atlas obscura says in the late 1970s the city of Raleigh, North Carolina, determined that the location was a perfect place for a pumping station, the function of which would be to keep water moving uphill and forward so that showers and sinks in the area would still work. There was a problem, though. The location was in the middle of a residential area and quite close to a church. So it's common that they turn them into things that look like houses. Yeah. But also the specific example i sent you is very likely a phone data center
0: oh is this where they're uh is this where they're calling me from to update me on my warranty for my car
1: they're right there this is like some weird dystopian thing that i've never really noticed but what would your genuine reaction be if you ran into a house like this i know
0: you said it a second ago that you think you wouldn't react to it i mean if i ran into it i'd call my insurance person and be like i need to make a claim (laughs) You would never make the call, Scott. I would never get out of that driveway. No. Somebody comes around the back, and he's like, not today. (laughs) Well, in all honesty, would I notice it? Probably not. Scott's on 10 and 2 the Mm -hmm. whole time. Scott's Mm -hmm. like, "Mm nope, I'm focused on driving. This is
1: me. I'm driving. I'm Scott. (laughs) I'm stupid. He's just going about his day not paying attention to those houses me on the other hand i'm busy with it the car's driving me man i'm just He's looking got a around car that
0: drives itself yeah
1: so i'm gonna tuck and roll <laughs> and meet wa- me at home i'm walking around i'm trying to get into this building i'm gonna go urban exploring here and i'm gonna go find and you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna find an elevator and it's gonna take me down a hundred stories oh just call me call
0: me 11 or 12 call me twelve. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, speaking of random numbers, this week in r slash blog, huh? Oh, what? Usually, it's not a good thing when it pops up, but this time it is. Is and it? I think so. We'll find out together. I haven't read it. I wanted to to make it special for both of us. I wanted to surprise both of us. We've got the 2021 Reddit recap. You're seeing it all over everything right now. I'm sure everybody's trying to one up the next person and say like, here's what the year was, man, wasn't it better than last year? Shouldn't we go over all the good things and the great things that happened in 2021? Now, normally I hate this type of thing, but we said it once, we'll say it again. If it makes it to the front page, even if we don't like it, we're gonna talk about it. And you're like, Scott, what's the big deal? What's the big thing? I'm like, uh, it's, it's cliche. Ever. It is. It's it, so cliche.
1: It's been done. And the thing is, is like YouTube stopped doing it because of all of the negativity from the audience. Do you know that that's why they stopped doing YouTube Rewind?
0: <laughs> we, we get it. We, everybody had a year. Here's how like it doesn't need to be a thing. It doesn't need to be a big thing.
1: Some people like to reflect on those moments that maybe were fleeting. yeah, Those points in time that you think back and say, oh, that's right. That was a fun moment at this point in time.
0: Yes. And memories are great. Hopefully, we can look back on progress and see that we actually did make some positive change uh, throughout the year. But thankfully, Reddit also knows that maybe you hate them. So they did a TLDR. They did a TLDR of this? As of November 9th, 2021, Reddit, the website, has more than 100,000 communities, total posts of more than 366 million, total comments of 2.3 billion, and total upvotes of nearly 46 billion. You know what that's for, Willie? Hmm. That's for when they go public. They're just saying like, hey, investors, look how many people are looking at our website.
1: It's such a good marketing ploy for them to put out a video like this, like, hey, Look at our great communities. Scott, you and I have talked about this offline a few times Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. you go into some of the other things here. The front page of Reddit has gotten
0: a little bit more vanilla. Super vanilla. Like, we're not even talking like French vanilla. It's just regular vanilla. It's McCormick's pure vanilla extract. Kemp's vanilla.
1: And I wonder if that is Reddit's way of filtering the algorithm a little bit to make it more public friendly make Palatable. it a face yeah. yeah
0: all right i'll ask you a couple things okay. but a couple things i'm just going to read off the bat so we can go through them quickly the most upvoted post so far of 2021 was from something that we covered early on in the year
1: it has to be wall street bets yes there's no doubt in my mind when gamestop when their stock was insane because of all of these individual buyers. Reddit went crazy. It was all over the people it was the first time they were hearing the words Reddit. Which this site has been around for a long time. And there was an ad in Times Square, a billboard that said uh GME go burr as (laughs) these retail buyers. Retail buyers. Yeah. We're buying the shit out of uh GameStop,
0: causing Wall Street to go crazy. The most upvoted Ask Me Anything of twenty twenty one was a story from a lobster diver who got swallowed by a whale. I didn't read that. What? (laughs) Yeah, that's a real story. 90,000 upvotes. Uh, He briefly got swallowed by a whale and uh, was spit back out. And he, like, went to Reddit the same day. Uh, That's
1: exactly what I would do. Hey, this is a Moby Dick story. Guess what? I was (laughs) inside a whale, and this time it
0: wasn't your mom. The top communities of our favorite website this year went to gaming, sports, weddings, crypto slash finance, health and fitness, food and drink, movies and television. Not really surprising considering the year that we've had. Weddings is a bit surprising, but maybe everybody was inspired because they
1: took a year off of getting married.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was a catch-up year, so... Probably more interest, definitely a lot more inquiries. 2022 is definitely a mustard year. Ooh, let me tell you, as somebody who is in that market right now, it is tough to find a spot to get married in 2022. Well, I don't relish in your wedding woes. Do you have any personal ones that you would put on this list? Any communities that you would add that (laughs) RIP NSFW... (laughs) yeah that's an interesting thing
1: we've talked about it a lot on this show and i think we only briefly covered it in maybe one episode with reddit wanting to be more of a public face of the internet taking nsfw content moving it from the front page don't sound so disappointed why not scott why can't i be disappointed it normally brings you 30 seconds of joy (laughs) i know and when you have to do it 16 times in a day what do you expect (laughs) that's eight minutes (laughs) I think, though, probably my favorite surprising moment that made it across Reddit that, for some reason, just brought me a ton
0: of joy was the Battle of Josh. Yeah, yeah, that's in the recap video that they posted. Talk about just a great moment when... The world was so separated by COVID for all these people to come together and, you know, see, probably see people for the first time in a year.
1: 18 months at least, right? Everybody was getting vaccinated at that time. I felt comfortable walking in targets without a mask on.
0: Mission accomplished.
1: I was like, I did it. We put in all this work. We put in all this effort. Future Willie is like, you're a fucking idiot. We we had so much going for us then. That the battle of Josh to me is like this fun, weird, obscure moment where people could just have fun and not feel this sense of remorse that they're putting others in jeopardy. I know we still have a couple weeks left in the year, so there could be a post that pops up to my favorite or your favorite. What is your favorite post or story
0: of the year? I guess my favorite is probably something we talked about very early on this year. It's something that's brought me a lot of joy. It's kind of tapered off and fizzled as, uh, as the year has gone on, but I just want to give a big shout out to Epoxy Hot Dog. That would get my vote for post of the year. And speaking of things that haven't changed, our ending is still kind of abrupt. So why don't we try and nail it down to a little bit more coherent ending, Willie? Why don't we try this? Sometimes we we pick stories and we like... We pick the same story, so we always come in with a couple extra that don't make the show. What do you think about doing uh our upvotes of the week and our down votes of the week? Maybe things that weren't good enough to make the show, but you still really enjoyed, or maybe didn't make sense for the podcast format or audio format for socials. Well, this week, a
1: story that didn't make it to the front page is from the subreddit Made Me Smile. And it's a screenshot somebody took from an Ask Reddit. The question was, parents what behavior do your kids do that you didn't actively teach them but clearly came from them being around and being raised by you as we record this episode i have went through some personal loss and reflecting on some of these family moments has helped me maybe mourn a little bit but i thought it was like a a pretty awesome moment and this says i'm the kid in this situation But at one point, I was in my apartment eating ramen out of a mug I had taken from my parents house when I moved out. My dad was visiting and he started to laugh and asked if I was seriously eating noodles out of that mug. I started getting defensive about my mug of noodles, but he told me that the reason he asked is because he had taken that exact mug from his parents house 30 years prior so
0: that he could eat ramen out of it, too. Ah, I thought maybe he was going to say something like, I had to put a urine sample in there earlier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read this, like, uplifting scor- story, and Scott's like, "Be coming it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you wash it out first? <laughs> well, mine isn't as personal, but I just found it very interesting. It was an interesting as fuck, actually. It's a post called, Some Roads in Australia Are So Go Long... Try. And boring that they have trivia signs to keep drivers alert. They have a fatigue zone for people who are driving across boring-ass Australia, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just the south, southern, west coast, right? Yeah, the, you know, the coast that goes around the outside. Sydney. And
1: We don't know anything about Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: I don't know if it's the dog's ear, snout, or neck. Australia is a dog shape? Yeah, it's a dog's head. I don't believe you, Scott. It looks like a Scotty dog. Listen,
1: listeners, viewers, (laughs) I'm looking at Australia. What kind of fucked up dogs are you looking at, Scott? Which
0: part of this looks like a dog to you? How does it not look like a dog to you? The dog is clearly looking to the left. It's got its two ears. It's got the brow. (gasps) And there's oh, the Oh, when you
1: see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm never going to unsee it. I always looked at it the other direction like it was a happy whale <laughs> Oh, spitting okay. or had like a like a narwhal.
0: Oh, I see it. now. I see what you're saying. But yeah, I always learned the dog method. <laughs> I was going to say, did you sleep in all of geography class? Yes. I hated history with a passion.
1: I think I memorized the Constantinople song once and that was it.
0: You might be a giant. The song was by They Might Be Giants. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Thank you, everybody, I so
1: much for listening to this week's episode.
0: God, we are all over the internet.
1: Come <gasps> follow our shenanigans over on TikTok. Sub for that podcast.
0: You know what? Just don't. Just we, we did this at the beginning. Stop skipping and listen to the whole show, please. We're not going to go through the whole thing. Just remember that no matter what you're, what you're into, whether it's <laughs> free compliments To me IRL, for me IRL, that happened, or perfectly cut screams, there's
1: a sub for... (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. (laughs)